Hey there, beautiful, lawful, stupid listeners. Uh, your bonus content time. That's right. Uh, this is bonus content, 100%. If you didn't know, if you haven't seen it on our social media feeds, if you did not somehow see it on our story, just did a live session about it literally for like an hour. Go check it out. It's on Instagram. I'll probably put it on YouTube or something else too. It'll be available. Um, but basically, here's what we have. Here's what you're about to listen to. The intro cast to the podcast i am not a professional um it is that's not what it's called in fact it is called the uh into the podcast verse panel that i did at drawlicon it's uh, really good i'm joined with so many cool guests uh sarah from roll like a girl i'm not fucking that up i don't think um and then you know i'm joined by steven and wade from not quite heroes and then i'm joined by another super special individual an individual that you would never believe is super cool um and his name is reality storm um and i don't remember his actual name but reality storm is super cool so reality storm from north by northwest he i had dinner with him he's a very very cool person everybody there was super cool so uh i can talk forever about drawlicon and how cool it was and how everybody was amazing there but without further ado, here's the panel on uh, the podcast verse, which is essentially uh, just how do you, how do you DM, how do you podcast, how do you split up roles, how do you run your podcast? Um, uh, I apologize at the very end, there is some gaps from where there weren't microphones for the guest questions. Um, it's okay. We do miss a couple good questions, but another one is just Shane. And he asks Adam like seven questions and Adam is a good person and responds. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Shane, I love you. So, again, without further ado, here we go. Hi, guys. Hi, everybody. Uh, I am Sarah. I am with the woman podcast called uh, Roll Like a Girl. I almost forgot my podcast name. That's great. <laughs> We're off to a great start. Um, I am joined today by Stephen Garcia with Not Quite Hero Podcast. That's me. I am also joined by Wade. <sighs> I tried so hard. Wade Heisel yep. with Not Quite Hero Podcast as well. I've got the lovely Joe Frankovich with North by Northwest podcast. Yes. Yeah, he's dressed up lovely. I know, it's great. Um, I am also joined by... Can you stand there? Hi. I have your name, but you're not sitting in my order that I didn't tell you to sit in. Uh, so that's Dwayne Pendon from Lawful Stupid. Hey. Yeah. Woo! Go Lawful Stupid. And then I have the beautiful Adam De- DeWeese. You nailed it. I, yeah. Nice. My posse's not here yet. Um, One Shot Onslaught and Halfway Heroes is who he's with. Um, I'm going to nominate my um, groupies, which is Becca. I see you, Becca. You're my groupie now. Congratulations. Um, so welcome to our panel. It's called Into the Pod... I messed that up. Almost We're into it. the podcast verse, um, or do you want a podcast, is how I've been kind of saying that. So... Let's get into some common topics we like to talk about in podcasting. Uh, The biggest one that we want to talk about is production and your quality and how you pull everybody together and all the equipment questions that every podcast gets. Um, So first up, the equipment. What kind of setup do you have? This is our equipment. Okay. Yeah. um, Most of what we use 
have a list of our own. Yeah, the ATR 2100s is what we have done. I think I got Adam one of those at one point. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're used to because of him. Yeah, so predominantly that uh, most of our recordings go through Discord and then the Craig Bot. We're gonna promote that because that's awesome. Now we're recording. recording. <laughs> um, as far as equipment wise, that's yeah. Yeah. Uh, what software do you use to do any of your editing tools? Or usually start with Audacity and then bring into Reaper. Okay. So do you, what do you do in Audacity? Do you like use it to cut out some audio? Do you use it for noise reduction? Anything like that? Noise reduction, normalizing, and peak limiting. Oh, okay. Then everything gets cut and sorted through Reaper. Okay. All right, uh, Mr. Joe. Yeah. What does North by Northwest podcast use? So it sounds like you guys do recording through Discord. Yes. So on North by Northwest, we're all located in Atlanta, so we all actually get together in one room. So we've got um, a Tascam uh, mixer that's used, and everybody has their own individual mics. Uh, we all use we use uh, Shure 58s, S-H-U-R-E. Um, and so everybody gets their own channel through the mixer. We record into Audacity on uh, David, the, one of the podcaster originators, uh, uh, Mac. Um, which is important because uh, drivers have been a big issue, so we have to make sure that we're using the, the, the setup that has the right drivers that work. We record directly into Audacity, um, and then uh, David and I share editing duties, and we use Reaper for the editing. Okay. And my fun crew down there, what do you guys do? How do you do it? Uh, so we all do it cheaply, I guess. We have USB um, snowball mics, and everybody records their own audio, and when record we have four different sound files four or five if we have a guest and then we just mash them all together uh, i was originally doing our audio editing and i used uh, audacity a combination of audacity and garage band because i have a mac and that was easy um compression is really important and noise reduction and audacity is a free program and it does noise reduction really really well for what it is now we audio editor actually and that makes our life super easy fancy what uh what yeah what, yeah what do you use for the edit uh, audio editor what is that uh so we use um zach shepherd the audio editor oh uh, the a, audio a physical person <laughs> yes okay he's way better than we are uh, so ah. he's our audio mancer yeah okay so cool. it's just usb it's super simple yeah that's that's what we use but i'm not here to talk about that uh, adam uh so we actually started around the same table uh, like Joe, and then we, um, when we were doing that, we all had the um, AT2100 mics, and we were going through a um, H6 Zoom uh, through my laptop, and all recording together on, on separate tracks, and then one of our members moved away to California, I think he was trying to get out of the podcast, but then we were like, nope, now we're going to record remotely, so now we do a Zoom call, and everybody uh, records uh, remotely in Reaper, and then uh, at the end of the night, they all send me their files, and I edit in Reaper as well. Okay. I'm just saying you're missing the opportunity for Craig on Discord, because he will talk to you. I, I okay? know, I know. But they, just... they talk so much, I don't think I need another person talking at me. No, no, he just says hi, and then moves on. Um, okay, well, that is good to know. It makes me feel better that some of us do some of the things the same way. Um, so... Let's talk about how you 
found your group, how you found that group balance for editing. Well, not for, well, I mean, yeah, for editing, for setting up the roles of what people do. So, like, I was a DM, and I had somebody else that, you know, edited the podcast, and somebody helped us with the social media aspect. How do you guys decide who gets to do what? Or do you get to decide that, or take those responsibilities on? Um, for us, originally, we was going to do basically everything. The rest of us were going to be players, as we were getting ready to start recording, um, and we did a couple like test episodes, uh, we were just like, yeah, that's actually to, to DM and do all the editing and stuff is, is kind of a lot to do for one person. Right. Um, and so, so we split that part. Now I do the DM side of this, the, the audio and the um, As far as other stuff, it's just kind of been as for me, as, yeah, we just do stuff yeah really organized really obviously system oriented um, <laughs> if it works so, yeah okay well uh joe how do you guys decide that well when uh when i joined the podcast i uh i they had put out an open casting call just three of them at the time and they wanted another player um i ended up going to the audition terrified out of my mind and uh, getting getting picked along with uh, elizabeth who's in the audience right now Hi. they they were only supposed to be bringing out one, but they brought on two of us at the same time. So we, we joined after the podcast was already in progress, and a lot of those roles had already been assigned. Um, I have since then taken on a lot of uh, uh, half of the editing duties, so I ended our, our side quest now. Um, so that's been a real experience for me, learning to learning from David, who started the podcast. He's a uh, he's an audiologist by trade, uh, who works for, but he he does a lot of audio stuff for his actual day job. So he's been a big help to me in teaching me how to. Um, how to get a lot of the silences out of the ums and the uhs and how to normalize the levels and how to just do everything with the audio and how to make it sound really good. Um, so it, I got I got sort of, I wanted to, I wanted to really please everybody and, and uh, accepted a little bit of that role when they asked for it. But otherwise, they'd, uh, they'd already divided up the roles before, uh, before I even got there. Okay. okay. All right. Fun crew down there. Oh, my God. Oops. Sorry. Yeah. So for us, we kind of made the podcast on a whim more than anything else. We're like, hey, we play D&D. We're going to make a podcast. So a lot of the original like editing came to me because I have an IT background. So that's why I just garage band. And ultimately, that's why our audio was not super great at the beginning. But as far as like doing roles, we're really good about like pitching in and everybody like, oh, I want to do this now. Or if like somebody's busy in their personal life, we shift everything around. We share a one password and then a Google Docs, and that's how we just keep each other informed. But like right now, Devin runs a lot of our Patreon stuff, so he's really like involved in making sure we have good goals. And if like you sign up and you are so nice to donate to us, he's like, all right, cool. We have thank you notes. Who's gonna do that? Uh, Dwayne do those. Shane can you order a t-shirt? Stuff like that. And really, it's just depending on what's going on. Everybody is in charge of something, and then we delegate duties, so nobody's getting overtaxed. We, we try our best to keep somebody from doing everything, except for Shane and Twitter, because he's way better at it than anybody else, so he <laughs> runs our Twitter. Okay, Adam? I, I need to be in the audience and listening to this, because uh, my middle brother, Dustin, back there, uh, with the glasses trying Hi. to hide. Um, so I do the, uh, I'm the DM for Halfway to Heroes and One Shot Onslaught. And then I do the editing for both shows, and then I do the social media for both shows, Patreon for both shows. Uh, I do everything for everything, <laughs> so we don't delegate. 
yeah, we're doing a casting call if you're interested. Like, you just... I would love to play a D&D podcast and just chill and be a player. That sounds like the dream. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> one of the things I found with um, running the Roller Control account um, on Twitter with the help of some Theron. Hi, Theron. Hi, honey. Um, is that a lot of what we do and a lot of ways that we get recognized is socialization um, and marketing ourselves out there. It's about connecting with other people. So did you guys have a hard time finding a connection to the rest of our big circle? Yeah, just like putting yourself out there, letting people know that you're out there, yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's it's been kind of a mixed bag for us. Um, so we're only eight, eight, eight episodes. Yeah, thereabouts. Yeah, we've got eight episodes out, so we're we're really at the beginning yeah. of this whole podcasting thing. Um, at least for this iteration of the podcast. Um, and Wade does a really good job uh, kind of connecting with other podcasts. And our podcast in particular, our world has we have fourteen different creators, some of whom are here. Um, who, who built out nations in our world. So we already kind of started with a little bit of more of a uh, network, I guess you'd say, than, than just six people. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of where it was. Coming up with the idea of trying to, to bring more people into it, like Adam down there and some of the other folks you'll see about here, I'm sure, um, gave us kind of that base to say, trying to make this wholly and entirely a community-based and built product, I guess, for lack of a better word. So, it wasn't terribly difficult to find people that were interested in it. I think the most difficult part was you having to put it all together afterwards. But, uh, by and large, just kind of putting it out there and, and interacted back and forth with, with the different podcasters that we're aware of and, and you know, having those conversations and all. Joe? Uh, well, I find social media pretty terrifying. Uh, but again, I, I joined the podcast after it had already begun. So uh, uh, David, or Tiffany specifically, is great at networking and she, I know she's gotten in touch with her. I've met more other podcasters just from this weekend than I had in the year and a half I've been on the podcast prior to this. So... This, is, this has been how I found people so far. So to talk to that, Devin and Shane are really good about reaching out to people on Twitter and Instagram and DMing them. So if you DM them, it's probably them, one of those two. Uh, the way I've personally found is we have a Discord and then obviously we have socials and we just value like talking to everyone as much as possible. If anybody talks, we talk back to them. And that's how we've like socialized with that's with podcasts like and that, and the biggest thing that helped us even if it didn't actually do anything for our, like our following helped us get out there was like reaching out to another podcast like hey come on our show like come play D&D with us because at the end of the day you know they uh, their audience may pick up it, but ultimately you get to talk to them and meet them and help build your network and then you end up a draw up right like so that's one of the biggest things for us which is just getting with the other shows because the fan interaction or interacting with the other players is just going to follow that. Right. Adam? Uh, yeah, first I want to say their Discord really is 
magical. The uh, our Discord's pretty active. Uh, chatting throughout the day, their Discord uh, is. I was actually in theirs before I even started ours, and their Discord's what made me want to even start a Discord um, for our group. But um, we actually got kind of lucky when we started. So I started one shot onslaught almost a year ago to the day, and. Uh, we got kind of lucky on social media because we run one shots from other people on DMs Guild. So those people would have social media presences and I would, you know, reach out and be like, hey, we're running your module. Uh, it's coming out this Monday if you want to check it out. And they would, um, you know, reach back to us and that would kind of help us grow. Uh, and then when we started Halfway to Heroes, we kind of had, you know, a, a bit of a following and it kind of helped um, spread faster than One Shot Onslaught did. Um, so yeah, when we when we first started though, there was uh, never any kind of um, you know it was always really opening, really welcoming. Uh, we I've never talked to another podcast or uh, 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 whether it be their um, Twitter page or somebody from a podcast or something that didn't seem 100% enthusiastic about either collaborating with you or, uh, you know, helping uh, spread the word about your show or just, you know, being 100% supportive of you. I can definitely attest to that. Um, I know Fridays, uh, I don't know about you guys who run the social media for your podcast, but my Fridays are wonderful and scary because I work during the day and Darren does too later in the day and our numbers are just blown up. Um, just from yes. networking with other podcasters on Follow Friday. I, I'm pretty sure that's how I found most of you guys. But I know Lawful Stupid and us worked together last year for your charity event. Um, his name I suddenly forgot. Min Max Man. Min Max yes. And we um, enjoyed doing that with you guys. It's it's a great way to, you know, get out there and learn everybody and see what the community is able to give back. Um, so. I, I want to add one more thing. Yeah. Is- it was mentioned a little bit, but, but if, if you if you do want to do this podcast with me and you want to grow and you want to, and this, this kind of applies to all social media, okay. people want to interact and be interacted with, right? And so that's, that's just a huge part. And sometimes it takes a little extra work and sometimes you might have to respond to somebody that truthfully you don't maybe even like that much and that's okay. But you still should still still work, do the work to reach out and say say hey like even if it's just hey thanks for listening hey thanks for sharing retweeting something that someone else who follows you does that's not related to your own podcast um, just this the D and D community and the podcasting community and the RPG community is so cool because there's so many creative people doing so much awesome stuff um, put those other awesome things in the light a little bit and. And that's how you start creating a, a, a real network where, where people also want to put your stuff in the light and that kind of stuff. So, that's, no, that's a good add-on. Um, there's a lot of creators in our community um, who build each other up, especially with like the dice people. Uh, there's so many dice companies that work together, and you see it happening all the time. Uh, especially Ice Cream House, Ice Cream Dice. He is so he is so neat. He will find other dice companies on Twitter. And say, hey, why doesn't this person have 200 followers? Let's bump them up, promote them, help, you know, donate his dice for charity. Anything. So just having that interaction is very important in our community and builds a really good community. Uh, so with big groups comes big creativity, especially in the D&D or well, podcasting community. Everybody has their own ideas that they're trying to bring to the table, whether it be characters, plot, world building. Have you guys ever had any problems with any disputes? Any creative disputes within your within your group and how did you handle those? 
something in the show that doesn't necessarily meet our par quality um we don't tend to set around typically or like part change things uh but we've had things where we disagree we actually very early in season one had a moment where uh, the characters run into an obstacle and the way i was going to shift them out kind of changed the narrative it, it kind of took the long scenic route back to where they were going and we recorded those two episodes and at the end of the night like literally they messaged me and were like hey can you hop back on we want to talk about it and all three of us talked together and they were like it just didn't feel narratively pleasing to us or, or the way to go and, and you have to like a as a dm and b as like just a co-producer of something have to be like all right that was my idea ultimately and i have to like live with that and so those are two episodes that have never been released because they 100% were the wrong direction, ultimately. And so we have those conversations, and uh, probably every four episodes, Shane and I will have a disagreement about a rule or a mechanic or an interaction. And early on, it was very much like we would kind of disagree in the podcast and have to edit it out or shorten it. And now it's very much like, uh, oh, okay, yes, DM. And then we talk about it afterwards. It's really sorting out, just like another another D and D game you would play, right? Like it's about communicating with your story. Right, right. Joe, you have any disputes? Uh, there have never been any big disputes in the time I've been on North or Northwest. Um, uh, occasionally, we will talk ahead of time if we have ideas for what the the major beat of the story coming up is going to be. We don't actually know what it is, but the, the team will have ideas and we'll um, and we'll discuss where it's going so that everybody knows what direction things are going to go so that, and that helps make a better story. We, did, we try to be very story-focused and less, less mechanics-focused, so we, we try to make, a, make sure there's a good narrative even though most of the individual things that are, are contemporaneous, the, the major beats, we know, where, we know kind of where it's going to head. So we haven't had many disputes because we kind of are already flowing the same way. Right, right. Wade? Yeah. Steven? I, you guys, I mean, I know you guys are early into your... <coughs> There's lots of stuff Wade does that makes me so Okay. That's not true. So that's, that's not, not true at all. You can fight <laughs> here. <laughs> we'll we'll no. play spats. We, you can we, fight here. We talk, um, I talk with all of our players multiple times a week, especially in the coming out this year with recording, about um, just how, how they're feeling about everything, what, what's going on. Wade and I talk almost pretty much every day and, uh, about things from what sound effects to add in cut something down if we need to change the end of we've had a couple times where we just had some um, technical stuff with like mics and so like okay this wasn't how we planned on this episode going but we had some audio issues so how can we turn this into something that we can actually use that's where the last two episodes came from yeah <laughs> so yeah by and large I don't think that there's any anything that we've had dispute or differences in I think same goals i guess so lots of conver lots of conversation about like okay hey, where should the story go how should this work what like what's the world like what's what's right for this character what's right for my character like lots of those conversations where we work through ideas but i like never something like against each other yeah yeah so, 
I, I want to interrupt real quick. You touched on something I should have said when you were talking about how do you record and stuff like that. So you talked about having an audio issue, right? Right. Uh, so what we have done, and it, we, it's actually worked out to our uh, advantage, we record those individual files, right? But then I also record the entire Skype call, like at their end of it. So if something happens on their end or whatever, we have a backup audio. And it's just like, it's lower quality, but it's not that much lower quality. And in fact, some episodes we've used that and people don't really notice the difference. Um, I mean, it's a quality difference, but at least you don't lose a whole episode because we've actually lost an entire episode before. And that's the worst feeling in the world. So. I can attest to that. (laughs) We have lost. um, There's the great, I know I see you guys. Um, We had the great Arkansas hard drive crash. And I lost, I think, three... Two, no, I've lost three, four. There was four of them uh, that we were trying to release, and three of them were with a guest. So I ad-libbed my parts. <laughs> um, but just to kind of come back to that one, don't lose your audio. Backups. Yeah. Backups, backups are really backups important. Are really important Cloud guys. backups are better because if something blows up, if you need to know about that, I'm an IT guy. Hit me up. I will. Cindy's the right service, please. Yeah, North Northwest lost uh, two episodes once because a, a computer had a, had a, got lost. Um, and uh, what we ended up doing was we ended up rescheduling night and re-recording the episodes. The, um, just you know, we, we knew kind of what happened, and we wanted to make sure the plot beats got there so we could release something. Um, but uh, the actual, you know, the, the finished episode, the individual details were different because we were still playing again. But we were trying to make sure we hit the same beats that we got in the first one, trying to remember what they were. Um, but yeah, it's uh, the audio was sound better than us it would have been two totally different episodes if we redid it like 100 yeah, percent. i'm not sure we would have been able to redo it <laughs> okay well moving on so do you guys get recording jitters when you record do you like get excited do you get chatty we record early in the morning so we're tired and sleep deprived and coffee filled so our recording jitters are a little loopy and goofy but we get into it do you guys do Oh, I'm, I like I I'm physically shaking before we record it. Um, so this is a nightmare for you right now, right? Oh yeah. Okay. You're doing great. Uh, started some new anxiety medicine this week, though. So excellent. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I um, I also say I'm a lot. Um, that that last one was not on purpose. Just so you know. Yeah. No, I, I get I get really anxious because I, I start going through the whole thing of like, okay, like first and foremost, the people that are playing with me podcast are, are they even are they enjoying this like I, I put all this effort into this thing but like like maybe i'm crazy maybe this is just just a load of crap um and then and then what about like the mysterious people on the internet who maybe are sleeping but maybe they aren't do they think i'm just like terrible at this is this are, are we not getting more listeners because of, of how i'm DMing? like i i can i can spiral all day long and so i usually I don't have many concerns or nerves when it comes to recording, but the editing process and like what I end up presenting of us to the world is stressful. So it's always a matter of, you know, it's almost a 12 hour process at times to sort through like, is this too much? Is this too little? Is it necessary at all? That's not really recording, just the end result of yeah. my presenting. That's, that's terrifying. Right. Um, I see that the Lawful Stupid Fan Club has arrived. Hello, Lawful <laughs> Stupid Fan Club. 
Um, okay, Joe, do you get any uh, recording jitters before you start? Uh, I was terrified when I auditioned, but um, but ever since then, I don't I don't get any uh, any jitters before an actual thing because I'm, I'm friends with everyone now, so we sit down. It just feels like I'm playing a game, and yeah, they have to get mic in front of me, so it's it's very friendly. Um, I mean, occasionally, depending on on what's going on, there might be a little nervousness about uh, about a thing I might want to do my character is going to do that's going to surprise everybody. But um, but I think uh, otherwise we're all pretty chill. About it. it helps that we're all in the same place. Uh, I would say mine's twofold, right? Uh, I'm unabashedly like confident. Like even if I do something wrong, I'm confident in it, so that's easy for me. Uh, but all of us, we record at night, so we tend to drink when we record, and we have a we have a thing. It's a is this a two episode night, or three episode night? We need to know for the pacing because we've got episodes that we don't remember because we drank for two but then ran three so that's an issue <laughs> so um, we we did uh we just finished up campaign one right so we just finished up that story and that was probably the most nervous i've ever been doing the final two or three episodes because you're like you're putting a bow on everything and the amount of planning that comes in from my part and just like hoping that like what I do is going to resonate with my players and the story that was very nerve wracking to be like, all right, cool, we're going to do this. And then to like, my players are trolls. And so like when you're doing like these very like important moments and then Skype, you're seeing like cute little funny messages and you're trying to be serious and like you're <laughs> smiling the whole time with a serious tone. But you get so nervous, like I, I can't laugh during this, and like that—that's why it's twofold. It's really important. Yeah, I get uh, absolutely terrified for every session uh, for both shows. Um, Halfway to Heroes, I get terrified about um, not have paced everything right, and the players getting past what I've got kind of prepped, and then one shot onslaught, I get terrified about them. Uh, not following the module as because it's written by other uh, authors so i want to do them justice so i kind of want to you know that's a little bit more rigid and i'm, I'm always worried about uh we recently had a, a mystery and i terrible at mystery module so that whole one was uh very terrifying to know like if they were going to be able to follow along or not um so yeah we also record at night and we also drink yeah that helps <laughs> cool Touched base on this a little bit about uh, earlier in our conversation about creative disputes, um, but I'm kind of going to bring it back to that. So there's probably a lot that you guys edit out. Um, I do the editing for Roll Like a Girl too. Uh, I've recently taken on that role. Uh, somebody else did it for first season, and now I'm doing it. So they what they considered not important enough to go on the podcast, they took it out. But I think it's fun there. Uh, so how is it? How how do you guys decide what goes, what stays, and, and especially whenever you have a conversation about roles, or uh, you know that something might have been said incorrectly, you come back and fix it, like something that might have been insensitive, you stop, wait, no, that's insensitive, and I'm sorry, stuff like that. How do you decide what stays and goes? As far as insensitivity, I feel like we all pretty much understand what our baseline is uh, that's not so much of an issue um, the majority of cutting out that I do the side of Steve's thumbs <laughs> is just rule talk mechanics something that feels like it kind of breaks up the flow of what the episode was or you have to stop and look through a book or flip through papers because you're pulling together 14 
adjusted to those. And um, it, it's rare that anything comes out of the episode that isn't rules, silences, or delivering a group. Um, uh, everything else stays as it was spoke and recorded that night. Does anybody else on this table do any editing, or do you guys work with the editor to decide what goes in space? I do. I do the editing for our side quests okay. on North North quests, and uh, it's a very similar answer. Um, we, we want to make sure it's story-focused, so any conversation at the table that wasn't directly related to what's happening, or obviously anything that's in character stays, but anything that, that's discussion about what's happening and what they're doing stays, but rules discussions, you know, a 12-minute conversation about the spell and what it does, that's going to come out. Um, but one thing I want to say is that editing out silence is almost as important as editing out your ums and your uhs. Right. Um, because if you, if someone's paused a long time and you leave that five seconds in and you've got, um, let's say you've got a thousand people who download your thing, you just saved 5,000 seconds of people's time. And if you've got a larger audience or a lot more silence over the course of the whole episode, you save so much time of people over the course of that days of time when you save one episode for the so um, try, try to cut the silences down um, to, to the point where it, it still flows nicely, still sounds like the person's speaking is not a computer, but cutting out silence is, uh, is, is as important as ums and uhs. Yeah, so for us, uh, I did the editing originally, and uh, for the most part, we leave everything in. <laughs> like, we're, we're really good about that, and uh, now Ginger's here, so I'm going to spot him out. Ginger's our audio editor, and he's a thousand times better I'll ever be at that and so like when we get into a rules discussion which we're better about self-moderation like when we get into the weeds we're like oh no, keep going move on but we we've had a couple of those like bleed through and we work with Ginge and he'll like hey this is gonna get real bad and then like he'll like fast forward through it or whatever and so it's like it's still there but it's still in effect but when it comes to uh like creative differences and cutting things out so um we today like a like, it was supposed to be like a vacation episode. It turned into what we called now the Hot Springs episode, um, which is awful because you put a few players in a Hot Springs and then they make a, the worst amount of obscene jokes possible. Uh, and so, honestly, I walked away from that episode, and we've talked about it before, so I'm just going to say it in front of them. We, I, I went, oh, we either can't use that episode or we're going to have to cut out a ton of stuff because we drink. And I put them in a bad position, and so they just made a ton of jokes that weren't necessarily appropriate for our podcast. We, like, fell into that private mode where you're, like, playing a private right. game and just, just saying everything. And we had to cut a lot. I think Ginge cut out, like, 20 straight minutes of bad jokes. <laughs> yep, 100%. Top episode. So. so, do you guys, going into recording, um, a lot of... Not a lot, but some of the podcasts that we're friends with, they're very family-friendly. That's, like, no cuss words at all. Um, we are not. We are, um, just to put it bluntly, it's it's hard for me to edit out all the bombs that are dropped. Um, and it's, it doesn't feel as genuine um, because some of the characters don't say cuss words in character unless it's a really bad situation. So do you guys work towards being actively family-friendly, or do you kind of put it in explicit tag and say it's just cuss words because that's what, kind of what we do we just say it's just cuss words there's nothing raunchy in here it's just words so yes. we can't get Devin to stop cussing yeah okay. it's terrible it's about it. better. insane <laughs> terrible same way with Dustin for us he's just 
yeah, Dustin is awful. He's terrible. So you can't even have words. a conversation with him without just 40 F-bombs drop every other second. I'm just kidding. He doesn't cuss at all. Yeah, neither does <laughs> Devin. He won't do it. He, he, he's allergic to it. Uh, but we just we just cuss. That's yeah. who we are. We're genuine. Yeah. I, I'm trying my best not to cuss right now. I'm very proud of you. You're doing a lovely <laughs> job. We, yes, thank you. We actually, we don't cuss. Yeah, and cuss. You actually don't have to edit out very much. No, there's been... Maybe in the eight recordings that we've done, three instances of one word in each episode. But being parents that kind of want to share this with our children, we try to focus upon that idea of, I don't want them to hear this necessarily. And there are some instances where we blur that line a bit with the subject matter, like the violence and the alcohol. But it's not in such an over dramatic way that it's anything different than you'd see on any TV channel at any point. But language-wise, is kind of where we attempt to put that line. Um, but again, the group that we have doesn't really... In, a, in unrecorded and interpersonal communication, yeah, we it's all the time, probably. But, you know, we know once Craig joins us, that's kind of the cutoff for that North by Northwest leaves the, has the explicit tag on ours just so we don't have to censor ourselves, but we don't, we're not potty mouths or anything. Um, uh, however, uh, like five or six episodes into after I joined, my sister was letting my, my nephews listen to it frequently. Um, and there was a one episode that was particularly bad where there were um, a, a number of curses uh, in succession because something had happened. It was all in character and it was all appropriate uh, response, but she texted my sister texted me after and like, can't let the kids listen to this anymore. I'm going to have to listen to it ahead of time and, and know where to stop for them because of that. And that, that really made me stop and think about it. Um, so, I've, you know, a little bit more for them, but it's but in the end, it wasn't my decision to put that tag on the, on the thing originally. And, and we haven't really changed much since then, but it did make me stop and think about, like, okay, yeah, if kids are listening to this, maybe there is a, a bit of an impact, like you said. Um, I think you guys are better parents than I am because I just tell my kids, like, nah, that's this is not age-appropriate. And, like, when somebody <laughs> tells me they listen, like, oh, my kid listens, oh, <laughs> my four-year-old really uh, wants to listen to our show, and because uh, he he's played <laughs> he, he's played some like simplified versions of Dungeons and Dragons with me, and he really wants to. He knows about the podcast, and he knows how to work uh, Spotify and the Alexa, and he knows how to get to the podcast, and he so he knows he's not allowed to. Uh, but we did just record a, a episode recently. Um, so I do usually cuss on the show also, but it, it must be something I can turn on and off because we did just recently have a, a guest episode that was just me and five guests, and I think that's our first ever episode with zero cuss words in the entire thing, <laughs> and uh, so I, and he's so excited for me to get that episode edited because I told him, I was like, when I get that episode out, you can listen to it. And it might be two or three episodes. I don't know. It's pretty long. But um, he's really excited for that. But other than that, we usually just slap an explicit tag on it. And you just remind me that I can actually take that tag off for that episode, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I, I will say I think I think it's easier for on, for me, at least, because we made that decision to not have it in. It's, it's just on my mind. Like, okay, I just need to steer clear of that. Or I think if it wasn't, like, if that wasn't explicitly set out, I would... 
Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah that no, makes it, sense. It I don't. Does. Yeah, I don't know why that episode. I just. Uh, I there was um, two of them. Two of the guests were on family friendly podcasts. So, but then the other the other three weren't. But we just somehow ended up going three hours straight of playing Dungeon Dragons and nobody cussed. So <laughs> I think it was kind of just a, a I don't know. That's a heroic feat. Yeah, it was. It, it was you good. Get a new badge. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> well, it's a new achievement. Uh, no, uh, one of the things that we had problems with. Uh, well, I did. Anyways, um, I was a guest on a stream. I hosted a charity stream um, last year, and it was very family friendly. So I made myself a bunch of little post-it notes. That do not cuss. <laughs> and I almost let us, I almost let something go, oh no. So that's one of the things that I'm trying to not do. It's just, it's something that I think, and I feel like every, not every, but a lot of these people find it acceptable. So it's really good that you guys are able to get in touch, into that mentality thinking about your kids, because I'm not a parent, and I don't have to think about that often. So I will say, there's there's not a right way or a wrong way. No, no, no. It's your choice. But they don't have an explicit tag, so they're better than us. But there's no right <laughs> or wrong no, way. No. So we're clear. They just have to work harder at the table. Yes, they do. <laughs> okay, well, um, so coming uh, into more of a production standpoint and a little bit of the nitty-gritty, I spent a long time looking up RSS feeds because when I first started Roll Like a Girl, I had no clue what an RSS feed was. I had to do much research, and I found out the hard way what to do. Um, so, long story short, I now know what to do, but how did you guys get to that process? What would you tell anybody who wants to start a podcast? What is the best way to work with RSS feeds? How do you find one that you like? See, I just went simple cast and let them figure it all out. That's fair. Yeah, that's the answer. Pay a hosting company. That's what I did. The end. There's, there's no other way around that. Like, if you want to try and like do the technical achievement of hosting your own RSS feed, you don't want the headache. Pay $8 a month, host your podcast, move on with your life. You have so many other things to focus on. Oh, yeah. But the biggest thing is getting into the other stores like Spotify mm-hmm. and getting all the other like podcast catcher of choice because there's a thousand. It's like, which one do you use? I don't know. But my RSS feed, my RSS feed is like in those. And that's the hardest part getting with Spotify and YouTube and all those different ones to pick you up. And um, I, I am a pro Simplecast person uh, because I have emailed them so many times with so many questions they know me by name and I'm like oh it's Sarah because <laughs> I use our, our um, Gmail the account Gmail um, but uh, Simplecast is one of those really good tools that you can use because you can look at the dashboard and you can see numbers so you can get into the statistics of your podcast um, especially if they get down to the degree of where your podcasts are being listened to how many people in this country are listening to them, how many episodes are you know, listened to and it, if you like the statistics and the analytics side of podcasting, for me anyway, Simplecast is easy for me to follow. Uh, there are some little hiccups on the new dashboard, but that's bound to happen. Um, I don't know if there are RSS feeds that are hosts. Podbean does that. We use Podbean. It's really economical. And what I like about Podbean specifically um, is there's no bandwidth. There's like no storage amount. So it's like upload all the episodes you don't have to worry about oh well i'm running out of storage and i need to upgrade it's you pay this one fee and it's unlimited and we have the same statistics right where you're like oh cool this guy from australia i was actually talking about australia in our discord the other day because i was like oh australia cool and then you click the button again and it's like and it's four zones in australia and i was like i'm gonna learn something today <laughs> okay and we kind of already talked about software it sounds like most of you guys prefer 
So all of my players use Audacity to record, and then our guests the same way because it's free. You can download it. I actually don't. Uh, I'm, I run a Mac, and Audacity on the Mac for recording is okay. Um, I actually use Audio Hijack. It's a program you can buy, and you, it's really flexible. Like you can go ahead and put compression or noise gate, all that stuff, like on the front end. And as soon as you have that tuned, like it just makes my audio come out crisp. And then as well as I can like do sound effects through it and stuff like that. So if I want to like play, like. Uh, clips or sound effects and make Jim's life harder, I can do that. I have that ability. Um, so I recommend audio, audio Hijack if you're using a Mac. Okay. okay. So that's kind of the production crunch. Um, and we can get tired of talking about it or not. It depends on who you are and how much sleep you had. Um, so for the yeah. yeah. So for the DMs of the table, raise your hand. Are you a DM? Okay, cool. I was a DM. I'm not anymore. Um, Exchange roles on that one. So, do you, any of you guys host any games at home? Like, just not podcasting games? Yes. What is the difference? How do you feel that's different? Do you feel like there's a different presence? Like, you're a different person? I think, um, I'm not a different person. That would be crazy. Well, um, I, I mean, like, I like, like yeah. you're not presenting to a whole bunch of people, yeah. you're presenting to your friends. So, there's, for me, there's two big differences. One, and we've mentioned this, um, I'm working in a collaboratively built world, um, so there's a lot more in-depth prep that's going into fitting these 14 different nations that all were written separately with nobody talking to each other about them and turning that into a world that doesn't feel like chaos is happening all the time and makes it feel real. Um, so I have to do a lot more prep on, on just the world building connecting side which is I've never I haven't ever had to do that before it's kind of a unique thing whereas at, at home I just I have my home world and I just do that um, the other thing that I focus more on is 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 I'm, I'm more aware of pacing and um, if we need to move on to something else if if something needs to happen and, and the timing of that um, because like when you're sitting around at home on the table and you're not recording and it's not for other people to listen to right if Want, if your characters want to talk about their soda for 25 minutes and everybody's having fun, like who cares? Because it's about everybody having fun. But on the podcast, it, it is essentially radio, right? And so there's there's a element of okay, does this fit into to the story in a way that makes sense linearly? Is is where the character is going? Is that a, is that a good place, or do I need to or do I need to try to steer something that makes sense for a list from a listener perspective so so I'm less focused about just like everybody having fun and more trying to take a bigger bigger picture of what's happening in the grand scheme of things if that makes sense yeah it's still got to be fun but you also got to think about is it listenable yeah right. exactly that was that was way less words to say than I was trying to say <laughs> <laughs> what I'm hearing is you guys are way smarter than us we learned like all those lessons in season one several episodes where we would get into details that didn't really matter. We have a guest episode where we argue with a shopkeeper for 45 minutes. For 45 minutes, we argue about whether she stole gold or, gold or not. Uh, I mean, so, like, we learned all those lessons in production, which was interesting because you can see us grow, but also, like, you guys already know those. That's not good. We look so bad. Um, 
But we just we had we got to learn from you. Oh, oh, you poor soul. You poor, poor soul. <laughs> we learned it by listening to you, Dad. That, that's the way to do it. Uh, the biggest <laughs> thing for us, uh, at least for me specifically, is the tone. Um, the biggest thing, like we, if you ever have talked to us, we're cutups. Period. The end. Everything's a joke. Hundred percent. Everything's a joke. And that's not always a good story. And so, like hitting those deeper moments, like was a huge shift change for us, and, and a hard like thing to do, and not like make jokes because, like, like I said, I'm doing a very serious moment, and they're making jokes. They're doing serious moments. I'm like, all right, cool. We got to chat that in. Uh, so that's big. And our censoring, like I said, like when we do private games, because we cut up, there's no topic that we won't actually joke about in a private setting because we have that relationship because we're all friends. Right. So that's big for us. Yeah, the, I think the biggest difference for my home games versus my uh, show games is knowing it's got to be entertaining for people to listen to, not just for the people playing it. So, uh, And I, I try to base it off of what I find enjoy, enjoyable in podcasts. So if I'm listening to a podcast... I. I generally don't like if combat's an hour, hour and a half long. So in my home game, that's that's fun. My players seem to enjoy it. I enjoy it. It gives people time to you know go get snacks or do you know do whatever they need to do while the other person's taking turn. But um, in a podcast, I know the listener's not going to want to want listen to them fight this uh, these thirty zombies for an hour and a half. It would just get boring. So I. I generally cut down the combat um, to about two rounds max for both of our shows. I, I generally bump up enemy damage and uh, bump down their health, and that's kind of how I try to balance it, because I think that's the biggest change I make for home games versus uh, listener games. So I want to talk about that. We, uh, we ran into that uh, in the middle of season one where basically there was like a big war happening and I kind of like homebrewed up something I call like cinematic combat where it's more like, tell me what you want to do. We'll do a couple roles and then we'll describe it. So instead of it being turn by turn, it would be like the, one side does something, the other side does something. And that makes big shifts in the fight because when you have that many like actors on the stage, you can't do turn by turn. It just... It, you're right it would become a slug fest like we have a guest episode that is a slug fest right so it's like be mindful of that I agree. The, the other thing i would say is i i try to be aware of i like what adam said is listening to what other podcasts do that you like um but also being aware of what you're what you're good at and not trying to be someone else i mean the the really easy example right now right is is matt mercer like we are not matt mercer and that's good like that's that's a really good thing because each each person in this room that plays D&D can bring something unique and special to the table and you have to kind of find that and focus on that while still learning from other great DMs that are out there. So, so do you, um, I, I know we kind of talked about it behind the curtain, but I wanted to bring it forward. Um, we talked about listening to other podcasts. Is that how you guys find the different things that you like bringing to your games? Is that, is that one of the ways that you do that? I mean, definitely, yeah. I, I, one of my favorite things as a DM when I'm listening to other podcasts is listening to um, specifically spell descriptions and how how a DM will describe what a spell looks like because it'll always be different than what I imagine it, and I'll always be like, "That's freaking awesome!" and I'm gonna steal that. Yeah. Oh yeah, always, always shamelessly steal. I mean, don't like plagiarize, but learn <laughs> from I'm everything. Doing it wrong. <laughs> learn from everything you read and listen and watch. 
um, because even if you don't agree with everything they're doing, there's going to be something that they do that you can that you can steal and make your own and, and, and to improve your own uh, repertoire. Yeah, I agree. I, uh, Matt Mercer, um, Griffin McElroy, mm -hmm. both of those are really good DMs to look forward to. Like you listen, you can steal good ideas from them. That's what I do. I steal from the steal from the greats. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's one of the things that I've seen a lot in our newer communities that are trying to um, start podcasts is that, and it's not wrong, there's no wrong way or right way of doing it, but it's not their way of doing it, and it shows that they're trying to mimic, um, you know, the wow moments, and it, it, you know, sometimes it does feel fashion, but that's, that's the word fashion, that's you trying to figure out how you are as a DM, and I think it's very important that you try to do that in any way safe way that you can possibly do that. Um, I... So, so I, uh, you talk about different demon styles. One of the biggest things um, that I notice between DMs is the level of world building. Because yes. some DMs, like I'm a huge world builder. I, I love world building. It's one of my favorite things in the world to do because I like storytelling. So I will have like NPCs deep in a city and they'll never see all of them because that just helps me build the story and I just enjoy doing that stuff. And then you have other DMs where it's like, all right, cool, they're going to that town. There's these three people they should talk to. Everything else, I'm gonna make up as I go. And that works but, for some people. You no, know, it's perfect. Improv is great. I'm not, I'm not like knocking that. It's just it shows the different styles behind what you've got going on. Well, we are we got about ten ish. Oh, sorry, I can't count. There's about eight minutes left. Um, I wanted to give you guys a chance to ask us any questions, uh, more specifically them. I'm just here for funsies at this point. Um, so are there any questions that you guys have about podcasting that we might not have talked about? Yes. So his question for anyone who couldn't hear him was for North Park Quest. We we do layer on a lot of music and sound effects after the after the fact. Um, I'm gonna say that I don't do that. I do the, I do a lot of the raw editing, and then David, who originated the podcast, adds those in after the fact when I send him back the uh, the edited stuff. But I know he does add them. I don't know specifically what he does to decide them, but um, it's become more and more as as the podcast is growing. There was very little at the beginning, um, and uh, and more of it toward the end. So or uh, where we are now, um, I. As far as I know from talking to him, it's basically just what what's free sound effects and music he has available. Because don't don't use anything that you haven't paid for that isn't open open source, um, and just trying to, to find the the points where you can squeeze it in or layer it on top that it sounds good and isn't going to detract from the actual uh, from the actual things. My favorite things he's done actually are where he's used our own audio from previous episodes and then layered it in the background as some sort of like dream sequence or, or callbacks or earlier conversations layer just just behind the scenes of the current conversation going on because to me that's the that's my favorite thing that I've seen him do because that, that really adds a big dramatic element like on a TV show or something like that where you've got the you know, just the faded image or something inside that brings it up. Uh, I wish I could give you a better answer than that but I don't do it on ours I'm sorry Sorry you're an editor and you can't ask a question <laughs> Do it Freesound.org yeah, free one to go to if you're looking for sound effects. Carry on. 
listen to the DM when it comes yeah. to sound effects. He tells me this have... after we're done with campaign yeah. one that I have all the power over him, and now I've lost it. Oh. Uh, so to talk to that, that was a very important thing for me when we started our podcast because I listened to Sneak Attack, which is a D&D podcast, yep. and they're big on having sound effects for immersion. And I was like, that's really good. So I, when I was editing, I did that. And when we brought on Ginger... It was very much, hey, uh, this is very important to me to have sound effects. And he, he's got an ear for it. Like, he knows and he just, we trust him, like, wholeheartedly to make that amazing. And so he's got really good sound effects that he finds. And he's really good about when he hears us kind of bicker and argue. Like, our last episode, he does that, like, cut effect where it's like, Rrr. and then we, like, whatever shenanigans we're doing. So it's stuff like that that, like, can really be the fine detail and, it, and you have to find that in your own podcast and where that's important um, like he also makes really good original tracks I, not everybody can do that but freesound.org is a really good spot for instrumentals or anything like that and honestly if you don't have some type of back layer audio across your entire podcast you, you need to start adding that 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 way you'll have zero like blank spots of audio in your podcast that made a huge difference to have audio behind all of our speech through all of our episodes. Yeah. So why isn't Ginge up here? He should be. Ginge, come on up and do an audio thing. <laughs> have it's an fine. Extra, have no an one extra. has anywhere else no, to we're, go. We're at the end of this. It's too late now. Okay. Too late. Um, so we have time for one more question. Does any... Oh, yes. I'm Not stupid. you. I'm no, just kidding. You can, I'm just hey, kidding. Ask your question. Ask hey, your he's question. not the moderator. I'm the moderator. And I said, yes, please. So. That's more than one question. That was three. I think there were three or four questions. It was yeah, a combo was, question. Yeah, it was combo. Um, I see. No, it's a, it's okay. Uh, so uh, to handle it, um, the answer is not very well. Uh, so one shot onslaught used to be weekly, and I was like, yeah, sure, I can take on a bi-weekly po- uh, podcast on top of that too, and edit and prep for them both and run them both. Um, and then it turned to, you know what? Let's do one shot onslaught where. Um, so say we do an hour long or a, a two hour long one shot I'll split that into two episodes and it will uh, you know go uh, part one part two and then I was like eh, okay so instead of weekly I'll do part one part two off week part one part two off week and then I did that for a little bit and then I was like I was getting behind even on that so now what it is is one shot onslaught halfway to heroes one shot onslaught halfway to heroes um, so, and the, the way I manage that is, and then what was the second question was, is that the one about the favorite? Oh, you have a favorite. Uh, I would say, uh, so Halfway to Heroes is my first time I've ever gotten into homebrew, ever. Um, and I, I would think that that's probably my favorite. Uh, so one shot onslaught, you know, I'm running modules created by other people. And even in my home games, I always did the published uh, Wizards of the Coast modules. So I've never in my life done homebrew until Halfway to Heroes. So it's kind of my baby. So I think that's why I'm kind of leaning towards that. And what was question three? I do not remember. Oh, um, no. Okay, so I guess halfway, I guess One Shot Onslaught does technically get neglected because it went from a weekly show to a bi-weekly show now. So, yeah. But as far as... Uh, you know, dedicating time per episode, they both get the same amount, of, which is now one week of editing per show. So I wouldn't say it's neglected. 
now if you can pair it to Halfway to Heroes. Um, I am going to say something from a podcaster standpoint and social media standpoint. It is very easy for us as podcasters to get wrapped into other projects. We'll see people who are like, hey, I need a streamer for a charity event. Or, hey, you want to sign up for, you know, I need help organizing this big community event. And et cetera, et cetera. And it's very easy for us to say, yes, 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 let's go do it, let's go do it, let's go do it. And we get really excited and then we start getting overwhelmed because we accidentally add on too much onto our plate. And as fun as it is, it is a very high burnout if you guys, it, anybody really, if you don't know how to manage your projects. That is, that is the one, that's probably the only reason why I'm only doing just the one podcast and then this event. Um, because I know me, personally, I'm bad at managing time. I'm bad at managing my responsibilities sometimes. So it, it's about recognizing what your strengths and weaknesses are and being able to apply that to projects that you want to do. So that's just something to take into consideration. If you know that you can organize your time and you're not going to worry about burnout, go for it. Go Don't for say yes to everything at Drawlicon. Do not say yes to everything at Drawlicon or you will never eat and sleep. Dwayne. I'm committed now. I know you're committed. It's great. <laughs> so um, that is the last. Uh, we that's the last thing that we really had time for. You guys can find us probably after the show uh, if you wanted to talk more about anything that we talked about. Um, again, I am Sarah with Roll Like a Girl. That's where you can find me is at Roll Like a Girl. You can also find me on Twitter at Mama underscore McSnazzy. Um, where can we find you? Um, I'm Steven. Uh... Twitter is at the underscore bad DM. <laughs> Wade, it's uh, not quite Wade on Twitter or NQH podcast for both of us. Mainly me. Joe Frankovich, I'm with North by Northwest podcast. You can find me specifically at Reality Storm on Twitter. <laughs> well, that's creepy. <laughs> I'm Dwayne, and I'm with Waffle Stupid. You can actually find us at a table, and that has all of our social medias. Go visit our table if you haven't yeah, already. There's the group. I'm Adam Deweese. I am at under at Adam underscore Deweese on Twitter and at One Shot Onslaught on Twitter and at Halfway to Heroes on Twitter. I also at our booth. I'm, yeah. <laughs> all right, you guys have a great convention. Uh, we will be popping around. I'll be here all weekend. Tomorrow night, I'm going to plug my own stuff right now. Uh, tomorrow at 2.30, right here on this stage, will be the Roll Like a Girl uh, live show. Um, there's a lot of shenanigans that are ensuing. I'll be the DM for the time. Um, so it'll be a lot of fun. There's going to be bards involved in a bard off. Maybe. So, you guys have any live shows? Any live shows here? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, we do one tomorrow night. Um, 7? No, 5.30. I think it starts yeah, right at 5.30. I'm really good with a calendar. Don't worry. <laughs> I go where I'm told. But yeah, we do a live show tomorrow at 5.30. It will will have been from D&D Grandma and a ton of people on stage. It'll be cool. It's going to be good. It's going to be a real blast. Cool. Right. All right. Bye. Bye. Doodles. Bye. Bye.